Well, brother, I mean, you, you listen, you, there's an old thing in the business where you're not really supposed to wear your own merch or they kind of call you a mark or they kind of, it's kind of frowned upon. I say, fuck that. Yeah. Where the shit? If I'm not wearing it and it's not cool, who the hell else is going to wear it? Yeah. You know, this one's ProWrestlingTees.com. This one's on CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Promo code Hoots. If you're not pimping your own merch and you're embarrassed to wear it, then why in the hell is anybody else going to wear it? Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer. with regret and you're watching putting you over how's it going what's going on everybody this is putting you over and welcome and yours starting at 10 o'clock with big lg dot gallows he's gonna discuss with us everything talking shop a mania which is August 1st at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know, ask your parents' permission. What, what is it? There's Big LG. Here we are, baby. Here we are. Well, I was just saying, I was like, he might have had a couple talking shop beers. He might just forget that I sent him the information. Well, I didn't see it in my email, so I'm actually on my phone, but I'm set up here in my little podcast area, as you can see. There you go. Uh, That's nice. Yeah, I just, uh, you're my ninth interview of the day. Trying oh. to push this talk. Whoa. So I just, I, I just endured an hour with David Penzer on his podcast, and now here I am. Wow, David Penzer. You're I'm, a machine, sir. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta, that's Vanessa, my producer. I'm gonna go pin Big LG's video. Uh, but yeah, say hi, Vanessa. Hello, sir. Uh, enjoy your work, and that slam anniversary setup was amazing. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me on, Vanessa. Uh, I hope that you were prepared to endure what's about to take place, and I think it might be a good time. Well, I haven't had a bad time yet, sir, so I think we'll be okay. Love it. Perfect. <laughs> Can't believe I got to follow David Penzer. Good God. It'd be like follow it. <laughs> Be like following the Fink. I mean, he's the chop beers, dude. There's no way of knowing. Yeah. Um. 
first of all, thank you for taking the time out of your day for, uh, yeah. you know, sitting around talking with us. You're in your podcast studio. I'm in the bar. And, uh, before Good for you, yeah, well, I have three, I live with, I have three daughters and my wife. I have four women. If I don't have a bar to go downstairs to, I'm going to lose my mind. You have to have the downstairs bar, good brother. It's just essential. Got my talking shop beer. I'm ready to go. Oh, love it. Love it. Perfect. It is perfect. You got a hell of a shirt on too. You know, we, it is a hell of a shirt, right? Really is. We talked that, about, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to do a cheap plug. Cause I love those. You can find that thing. on Gallowsandanderson.com. Is that Please where you can it. find it? I wasn't, I, I got it from gallowsandanderson.com. Can, can someone, Vanessa, type that in for me? Um, I Why like am it. I typing it? I, I don't care. I, gallowsandanderson.com. I like it because it's, it's not black. Yeah. I, I like black shirts. Don't get me wrong, but this is colorful. And Chad Tubad's hair looks like it came oh. straight out of a, 80s video oh it's exquisite it looks like michael hayes in 1985 i love it <laughs> yeah right oh man and i, I before you we had cody diener on right before you and nice. i was talking about um it, like should i have not worn this shirt like i don't wear a pearl jam shirt when i go to a pearl jam concert should i have not worn the well i'm talking to the big LG. I'm not talking to Sex Ferguson, so I guess it's good. Well, brother, I mean, you, you listen. You, there's an old thing in the business where you're not really supposed to wear your own merch, or they kind of call you a mark, or they kind of, it's kind of frowned upon. I say, fuck that. Yeah. Where the shit? If I'm not wearing it and it's not cool, who the hell else is going to wear it? Yeah. You know, it, this one's ProWrestlingTees.com. This one's on CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Promo code Hoots. If you're not pimping your own merch and you're embarrassed to wear it then why in the hell is anybody else going to wear it? Exactly. Um, let, let's go straight into talk a shop, talk and shop. I always want to say talk a shop, but it's talk and shop a mania. Let's go straight yeah. into that. Let's jump right into it. That's where I want to start. Um, how does the podcast start up? Because it, it, it's generated from, from your guys' podcast, you and Carl Anderson and Rocky Romero. How does that come about? Uh, Rocky, Carl, and I are in Japan at about 2000, probably early 2014 together when this all came to fruition. And they have been friends for years in the New Japan Dojo in LA together. Um, when Carl was trying to make it, he was living at Rock's mom's house while he was going to the dojo. Uh, long storied friendship there with those two. And they were like, man, we have a lot of experiences together. We think it'd be funny to have a podcast. And this is before the wrestling podcast was a thing, and yeah. there were so many. That. So they were going to record their first episode. They needed a guest, and I'd been uh, having a few talking shop lights in my room, <laughs> and they were like, "Hey, pretty funny on these kind of things. Do you want to come be the guest?" And I said, "Well, of course, I want an opportunity to run my mouth. I love to do that." And um, we laughed our asses off for thirty minutes. And then it became a three-man podcast, and it was the three of us until we left New Japan and uh, signed with WWE, and then we kind of had to shut the podcast down because it's not exactly PG. But um, before our release, maybe, shit, two weeks before the release, we decided we we're going to fire it back up. WWE had offered us a spot on their podcast network, and I thought the financial offer was less than sufficient so we went out on our own and we started back up and um 
we've been lucky to get a lot of buzz and a lot of people like to hear us talk. We, it's not always just wrestling talk all yeah. the time. It's just three, three dudes bullshitting about life. And uh, we're not allowed to be the butt of our, we're not afraid to be the butt of our own joke, I should say, which we oftentimes are. And uh, we just have a lot of fun on there, man. So I'm glad that, that people enjoy it. Yeah, sitting around having a few brewskis. Like, I mean, not as much anymore with the pandemic going on, but it, it that's the vibe I get from it. It's just you, some bros, some brewskis, having a good time. And I can see why the WWE probably didn't want it at first, but then they probably were grasping at straws near the end. But I, I think you guys are in a good place now with what you got going on. So that's good. Yeah, yeah I couldn't be happier with, with – um you know what what people have kind of uh maybe thought in the beginning was a really negative for us it's been a huge positive and uh couldn't be happier couldn't be more excited and you know out of the talking shop podcast comes talking shop a mania which uh i feel like you know we're in the middle of a pandemic yes uh middle of a i don't know if you want to call it political warfare or yes. we got we got a nation divided and it's so sad and heartbreaking to see people uh, spewing hate at one another no matter what side they're coming from I, I, I hate all that and I'd love to see the country united again however it can get there but we really thought like what better time to give people who I think are our audience which are wrestling fans and we're wrestling fans as well let's give them 90 minutes of laughter let's take a minute let's be a little bit lighthearted. let's um, turn on that colorful language that we all know and love Mm-hmm. let's let's put together a parody of of what professional wrestling is you know we were in the the boneyard with the undertaker and yep. aj style participated in that wrestlemania come event and you know 12 days later uh we're released and i was sitting there when it happened i thought if we don't parody this <laughs> yeah right hell of an opportunity and i don't know that anybody else is going to parody this because you know, getting let go is a very serious thing, but I, I've never really taken it that seriously. I always say, don't look in the rearview mirror. You always got to look at the next step and move forward. And uh, I started uh, writing Talking Shop Mania immediately. <laughs> um, and hence the boner yard match yeah. pitting Chad versus Sex Ferguson, where one man will inevitably be buried alive. <laughs> so so that, um, yeah. it's a lot of fun it was a lot of fun to shoot you're gonna see a lot of characters uh from current wrestling from past wrestling from the independent scene uh maybe stepping out of their comfort zones a little bit showing you their brand of humor and uh what we've all enjoyed and 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 had a a laugh with a wink at uh while watching professional wrestling you know our entire lives it's what we all know and love so don't take this as a form of disrespect for the art form or the industry uh, it's designed to make you laugh. Put the kids away for it. There's colorful language, colorful innuendo. And uh, I had a hell of a good time making it. If you hate it, <laughs> because it will be the pay-per-view ever, you're only out 15 fucking dollars, so you can't be mad at me forever. You, you know what I mean? Spend it on worse. I mean, geez. Exactly. Um, it, It's interesting. So the last time we saw you on WWE programming was that Boneyard match. Yeah, I was and, thrown to my death. Yeah. It's amazing and- I'm still... And now, now you're gonna reemerge at the bone at the boner yard. I mean, better way to reemerge than in a boner yard. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, that is funny stuff. And you're gonna have other things like a socially distanced battle royal, which I I don't quite yeah. know how you can throw someone. Wait, it's a 
how are you going to throw somebody out in a socially distanced battle royal? Let me just tell you, it did not go well. So, <laughs> see that? You'll you got to pay to play. <laughs> you'll see that unfold live on American Canadian pay per view August 1st, 9 p.m. And if you're not going to buy it that way, buy it through the fight app on all pay per view. Uh, that's that was a good cheap plug by me there. <laughs> um, oh, that's, we're all about cheap plugs. Social distancing battle royal. Uh, my goodness, the the cameos alone are worth the fourteen ninety five, and then the boner yard match is epic for all the wrong reasons. So <laughs> all the wrong reasons. Enjoy um, that along with us, please. I heard the chavo guerrero and chico guerrero uh stuff is just off the charts like that's worth they, uh, 15 dollars. a real blood feud going on there um chavo guerrero with a deep deep family hatred toward chico el luchador that we're not sure uh, where or when it began but it's alive and well so um let's see how that unfolds a lot going on lots um now you said a lot of a lot of cameos, and there must have been people that you had in line for talk shop and talk and shop mania uh, that were going to make cameos and going to appear that you couldn't announce yet for for one reason or another. I would assume because I know I, I it was a, AJ Styles was promoting this before. I think it probably should have been promoted over <laughs> over on it. Not only before it should have been promoted, but I don't know if he should have been promoting it anyways as a WWE guy, but but that's neither here nor there. When I learned about it, somebody said, hold off on promoting Talking Shopamania, and that must have been because you guys hadn't appeared yet, or maybe your contracts <clears throat> weren't up. Were there a lot of like uh, red tape you had to avoid announcing? Well, the big deal, we, we did our, our Countdown to Fucktown yep. podcast with Big Shoot and the Big all that but we had it had to be midnight and it had to hit july 18th calendar wise because that's when our non-compete officially expired so uh, a lot of my wwe friends that were released with me i didn't want them to lose out on their last paycheck or something talking about my bullshit yeah so we were very careful um about saying and that's why i wanted to kind of do a media blitz now and go hey we got 12 days and uh it's either gonna fail or it's not so let's go ahead and take a swing at it and uh everybody who came here was on the property and you know, it was hard, man, to traveling with these regulations the way that we were, that they are. Um, my wife, an ER nurse running a full blown COVID station, temperature checks, questionnaires, uh, mandatory masks, mandatory shooting schedule, mandatory shifts. It was, uh, it was a lot harder than just like putting together, you know, a show like I, like I would have done in the past, but, um, we got through it. Everybody was great. And I think that, Everybody, I mean, this this thing was shot here at my house on my property, so you don't understand the kind of cleaning crew you need after 40 wrestlers have come through your house. It's comical. So I charge that to talk and shop. But um, who who pays yeah, that man, bill? It was a it was a it was a an escapade to say the the least. And um, everybody who came had a good time, and I, I think that that fans just remember this is a parody, yeah. and we're doing it with a wink. Don't take it too seriously, and it's supposed to be fun. If you do that, you have a couple brewskis, I think you're in for a good time. But don't come looking for some serious work rate matches because you ain't going to find them. Now I got to get them. It has that 
Sex Ferguson is great, and we saw Southpaw Regional Wrestling, which came off awesome. Although it couldn't couldn't be Sex Ferguson because it's got to be PG. But did you did you have a lot of say, any say at all in how South Park went out, or whose idea was that, or how did that work? Oh, uh, the guys from Dot Com came to me. I, I, John Cena always loved Sex Ferguson <laughs> shit, and I don't. It, but. I kind of felt like out of that Sex Ferguson thing, somebody was like, hey, let's do this web show. Yeah. And I really loved the first season of it. I thought for me and PG, it was pretty funny. It was pretty well done. Yeah. And then I thought in two, they kind of, in a WWE, like forcefully squeezed in um, some really, really fucking talented wrestlers who comedy's not necessarily their thing. Yeah. And kind of forced them to do it. And it kind of felt awkward and it kind of felt uncomfortable. And then they cut a bunch of stuff that I thought we did that was really funny, which I sound like a selfish asshole saying it, but I mean, I just thought that kind of the gimmick was the, that brand of humor being brought into place, not people who didn't necessarily feel comfortable playing these characters and stuff. So it was um, it was different in that respect, I guess. But uh, I thought the first season was well done. The second season wasn't as great. Yeah. And um I figured if we can take the PG handcuffs off yeah, I and do this how it should be done, then we can have a hell of a good time with it. And we, we really did. I mean, they, they had their own network. That that camp WWE thing, too, was extremely not PG. I mean, I, I thought they, they could have taken handcuffs off for Southpaw Regional Wrestling. But, hey. I agree. And, I mean, Maybe not to the degree of like my Sex Ferguson Instagram stuff. I know is really, really pushing the envelope with the language, <laughs> yeah, the sophomore dick joke, Hank, you know, humor and all that. Maybe you couldn't go all the way, but a little bit of colorful language and a couple inside jokes could hurt, you know. Was there anybody that you wanted for talk shop, talking shop of mania, August first, nine p on Fight TV, fifteen dollars. Was there anybody you wanted on that show that you couldn't get or didn't get for one reason or another? Mm, there were a couple people who had like prior obligations and stuff who maybe weren't sure like what it was going to be. And then there were a couple of our buddies who literally had stuff that like, you know, family stuff or whatever, but there wasn't, we, I mean, we kept saying, we don't have to have any big gets. The yeah. point of this is sex Chad too bad. Right. Saying that though, we were lucky that enough of our friends were willing to come on board because it started out self-funded. We ended up getting some, some great sponsors that we're thankful to have. And I'll thank them right now. Highspots.com, prowrestlingtees.com, uh, porkinggood.com all uh, supported us, but I was just going to fund it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the uh, clock. Do it. But you know, we, we have buddies who are worth way more than, they asked for, they came in for, and they flew down here and they, uh, they hung out with us and, and they, they put out some pretty funny, uh, pretty entertaining, pretty off the cuff, pretty different than what you'd normally see them do kind of content. And, uh, I appreciate the hell out of all of them for it. Um, I did not want the list of talent leaked, but one of the indie guys who I think probably marked out for who he saw on the property. Uh, mm. and I know, I don't need to say it here. Yeah. Decided to out list. So it's out there now anyway. Um, uh, but we had a lot of great cameos from the Rock and Roll Express to Chavo, like you said, to yeah. D'Lo Brown, to you know, 
uh, to Enzo, um, Mike Bennett, uh, Maria Canellis. Um, you know, it was a big list of uh, of some cool talent. We had the flock here. I mean, just uh, <laughs> the a flock? lot of cool people. We had the flock, brother. Crowbar showed um, up. And that segment. Well, we had a portion of the flock. I'll oh, say that. okay. But uh, yeah, it's you get it. It'll be funny to you, I think. Yeah. So. I yeah. I'm our. I'm I am all in. I'm sold. Just give me some brewskis. <laughs> I'm gonna come right down here. August 1st, 9 p. I'm going to watch it by myself. I am not allowing any of my daughters down here, although they love wrestling. No, no, no. Yeah. Daughters down there. But don't no, do that. We um, can't do that. You know, that was funny as shit. Like, there's a lot of guys who really stepped it up and just, just brought it. It was, it was good stuff. And they probably had a blast doing it. Like, they probably, it was, you know, in this time that we're in right now, to, to, you know, not, like bury or make fun of, but just to have like, it's entertaining. Like it's fun. Like wrestling should be fun. I I say all the time. Wrestling is supposed to be fun. There's a time when it's supposed to be very serious, but fuck man. There's also a time when it's fun. That's why we fall in love with it. Yeah. You know? So, and if we can't laugh at some of the mishaps, I mean, fuck, I've had them my whole career. Then what are you doing? It's like you said, it's supposed to be fun. And this is a lighthearted wink and all that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, you know, when you see the when you see the boner yard match, you'll be able to tell how much fun that we truly had making this thing. I'll have to do a nice review of the boner yard match. <laughs> whether, you think it, whether you think it's terrible or it's funny, please do the review. Um, mishaps. You almost had a mishap at Slammiversary. You almost had a uh, Shockmaster moment. Well, thank God I caught myself. I don't know why I keep telling myself that, although I think cowboy boots look cool on TV, <laughs> that water, oil, metal, and cowboy boots are, are a bad uh, a bad combination. But you can call it a mishap. What I call it is the no-hand crotch chop. Nobody's thought of it. I thought of the no-hand crotch chop. <laughs> I hit it live on Slammiversary on my debut. So when the no hand crotch shot becomes the next over thing in the business, I'll thank the big LG for the Dick dance, no hand crotch shot. Yes. Yeah. You started it. Uh, patent that. <laughs> how, how many brewskis? Yes. Trademark it. How many brewskis will be consumed at talk and shop mania? Too fucking many. <laughs> this was a total gallows and Anderson uh, production. Um, I'm actually doing a live watch along in Athens, Georgia at Southern Brewing Company. Uh, so it's pretty self-explanatory that, um, you can show up there and pay 10 bucks and watch it with me. So you can either laugh at me or laugh with me, but I'll be drinking with fans and socially distanced while watching Talking Shop and Mania live. And I'm pretty pumped for it. That, that, that's not, I wish I, I wish I could be there because that sounds amazing. Um, it's going to be a blast. Are you uh, no, no hand crotch chop? Is COVID safe? Somebody just said it in the chat. It is, oh, I guess. 100%. Um, are you guys coming out with your own beer? Talking shop beer. Yeah, we are, and the Working beer has it? been made, but the the labeling company uh, is the holdup. So before I say any more about it, uh, we'll make an announcement when it's available for purchase. A lot of the um, liquor and beer. Shipping laws have yeah. changed due to COVID. 
well. So we hit some roadblocks that normally we wouldn't have hit uh, as far as the labeling and the shipping of the stuff. But once, um, once we're able to, we will announce it and we would love for you guys to try it. Uh, maybe I'm biased, but I think it's delicious. So yeah. who doesn't need that? I need, I need to stock my beer with that or my bar with that. Um, yeah. We do have Is it some... going to be exclusive to the U.S.? For now, yeah. For now, it will be. But uh, I will as, wait. As the world opens, where are you? I'm in Canada. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's 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 tough right now. So, but hopefully, sooner rather than later, the world will be back open and we can really travel across one another's borders. Uh, I agree, sir. Eventually, hopefully. I mean, gosh, I can't be in this house any longer with these four women. Because where are you at? I'm in upstate New York. Uh, I'm in about Albany area, but oh, I'm in Albany on uh, August 29th, actually. What you doing up here? Oh, it's it's the name of something hideout. Carly oh yeah, yeah. I know you're gonna yeah. be uh in uh Colony Latham area. Heroes hideout. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah, yep. we'll be there. Awesome. It's a Saturday, August 29th. I, I couldn't believe that they were actually able to put it together, but um, said for- yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen, I haven't been to one since the quote unquote pandemic. I was there with one before it and it, it gets packed, man. There's a lot of people there. It's, it's a good time. Cool. So yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to swing by that for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be, it's fun to get out of the house with all this stuff going on, like you said. I know. I went to my daughter's softball game right before right before this show, and uh, it, it's it's just good to get out. And I, I li- I'm lucky enough. I have a, a big backyard where I live. I, I do get out during the day, but it's good to get out and at least speak to somebody at a distance that's not a female yelling at me and a family member. So uh, I, enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoy that. I'm- Good, good brother. Understood. You know, and uh, it's just, it's just, well, that's why I'm down here drinking all my talking shop beers. Um, I get it. We we had we have some questions in the chat because we are live on Twitch, so I want to get to a couple right. of those uh, and then a couple other things, and then right back to talk shop mania because I'm so I'm so excited for it. It's uh, me too. I love parody shit, and I love Southpaw, and I love the raunchiness. I love non-PG, so I'm all into that. And uh, I think it's right up your alley. Then you're you're the, you're the market we're looking for. Yeah, I am definitely the market. I'm gonna be right down here. It. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm like I'm wondering now. Like I haven't been leaked on besides who you've told me tonight. Uh, I haven't been yeah. leaked on who's gonna be there, and I'm just like I'm like, who's showing up? <laughs> like this guy is uh norman smiley coming uh <laughs> i wish we could have the big wiggle man it yeah. would have been awesome right um all right somebody asked uh they're curious to know your favorite area era your favorite era of tag team wrestling or wrestling in general oh man um that's hard. I mean, I think tag team wrestling in the eighties was pretty awesome with, you know, the rock and roll express and midnight express. Um, man, when Tully and Arn made the jump to WWF, I loved all that stuff and the LOD and 
and all those teams. Uh, I think, you know, I was a wrestling fan when wrestling wasn't cool. I used to always say, because I, you know, I grew up, you know, I was 10 years old in like 93 when wrestling was not doing well. And yeah. My dad was the first like WWF shows and stuff in DC and Baltimore and all that. Uh, so then by the time I was a teenager, when the, uh, the nineties and the late nineties hit with the attitude era and the NWO, I remember at first being kind of like protective over wrestling because there were all these new fans. I was like, Hey, you don't know about this stuff. I've been into this, you know, forever. And I know all this shit. <laughs> But I, then I just remember how cool that it became to to be into wrestling and how cool wrestling was on Monday nights, and then Thunder coming on and SmackDown coming on and all that stuff. I mean, I just I've been a lifelong fan. I loved all that. Uh, loved the NWO shit, and uh, you know there, there there's just so many periods that were yeah. so cool. Like, I mean, like '90s All Japan was amazing. You know, there's some great eras of guys. Like, I didn't discover. Terry Funk until like you know 96 or 97 where he's in the twilight of his career and then I had to go back and learn who he was but I just thought he was cool because he was middle-aged and crazy and, and I love the ECW stuff and all that man. so there, there, there wasn't a lot that I didn't love I know that was a pretty broad answer yeah Funk was probably on his uh first uh retirement match by then oh definitely yeah maybe his second probably actually yeah. um Speaking of the NWO, are, do you have to pay any royalties to Kevin Nash on for your entrance at all? Because <laughs> it's getting really I, close. I told Kevin Nash that. <laughs> Did you really? I said, if I keep ripping your entrance off, I'm going to have to send you a royalty check. <laughs> hey, imitation's a form of flattery, and it makes people fucking still remember. So he was cool with it. Always thought he was cool as shit, so I don't care what's old is new again. Yeah, what old is new again? That's what Cody Diener just said uh, not too long ago. What old is new again? Uh, could we yeah. see the Good Brothers and the Diener's going at it in Impact Wrestling? Oh, I'd love to, man. I um, I know Cody a little bit. I've always been a fan of him, and I didn't know Jake something until I really got into Impact a few months um before we got let go from WWE, I started watching again. I think he's got a mountain of potential. I don't know if he's a young guy or what, but yeah. I hadn't seen him before. I think there's a lot of untapped potential there for sure. We could see that. They they definitely like their brewskis too. So you guys could definitely share those. Um, they sure do. Yeah. Scott Demore. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Demore. Demore. Thank you. That's my Canadian. That's why I have her here. She can help me with that yep. stuff. Now he was Scotty D, baby. Right? He was targeting you guys for a long time. So he he was first on the phone when you guys were, were uh released, right? He was on the phone ten minutes later, man. Uh he was on the phone in September of nineteen when we were talking about leaving WWE yeah. and wanting to. <clears throat> um but, you know, there's a long history between Scott Demore and Carl and myself. I mean, he's known Scott's a friend of Roger Ruffin, who, if you don't know, trained Carl in Cincinnati all those years ago. And that's where Scott first saw Carl and was an instant fan of his. And when I was leaving TNA the first time, uh, I had an option year that was supposed to be a raise that wasn't a raise. So we got into a big financial argument. And Scott was helping Nick Aldis, who was Magnus at the time, renegotiate a contract. And I said, I think I'd like to try Japan and Scott put together my first new Japan deal. 
to uh, to go over there, and that really changed my career. So it did. Scott's yeah. kind of always had the back of the Good Brothers before we were ever even, you know, united and together. And uh, what's so cool about Scott is Scott is a guy who once he's in your corner, he's all the way in. Like that was part of the allure of, of taking this deal. They put together a hell of a good deal for us. But on top of that, um, obviously we're all about our brand right now, yeah. about talking shop, talking yeah. shop, talking shop beer. Um, I have my own wrestling shows. I produce Larry Otto pro wrestling. Those are going to be available on the impact plus app, which is seven ninety nine. every pay-per-view in the history of impact plus tons of good independent content. But basically, Scott was like, look, uh, we're going to wear your hat, you wear ours, and let's co-promote, let's co-brand build. And I think that we're off to a hell of a start. Like, I couldn't appreciate more seeing those Talking Shopamania graphics and the Impact show that aired Tuesday night. Like, yeah. that made me know we made the right decision and that I'm, I'm really glad to be waving the flag for this brand that already had a great roster, ton of great additions, ton of great buzz, trended number one worldwide. Uh, it's a, it's definitely an exciting time for us and an exciting time for impact. I think. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. The co-branding aspect I think is a big seller, especially in today's day and age of, uh, you know, it's not just wrestling. It, it's a brand and that's what you guys bring. Yep. And I was going to touch on your, your promotion, your, uh, Larry, Larry Otto pro wrestling, I believe. Right. Is that how you say it? Yep, Larry Otto. It's Japanese clothesline. Japanese clothesline. Larry Otto. And it is on Impact Plus. Now, a funny... Well, I guess it's not really a funny story, but an interesting story is one of your wrestlers from Larry Otto Pro Wrestling actually saved Big Papa Pump's life. Like, kept him alive. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, yeah, he... Uh, so, <clears throat> long story short, we were... Uh, I was... <laughs> which I'm sure I wasn't supposed to be doing. <laughs> I was, uh, I'm not going to tell anyone. Re- I was renting out my, doesn't matter now. Anyway, I was yeah. renting out my ring while under WWE contract to impact to use for their tapings in Atlanta. Uh, Cause Scott's a friend of mine. They had a show here and they needed an 18 foot ring. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. So I had my guy take it up there. Uh, one of them being laser and uh laser. Uh, his day job is he is a sheriff's deputy down in Dublin, Georgia, where we run a lot of our shows and he happened to be on hand and big Papa pump came back from um, cutting the promos. What I've been told and he collapsed on the floor and there wasn't necessarily a lot of people there who were schooled in what to do. And laser went to work right away. Uh, chest compressions and um, going through the process of resuscitating big Papa pump. The way I heard the stories, there was one other person and uh, laser was kind of directing traffic saying, look, when you get tired, I'm going to step in. And he did. And uh, thank God they got the big man back going again. But I know that, um, you know, out of that, uh, there's a friendship there, obviously with, yeah. with, with Scott Stott, with Chris. And I know they talk on the phone almost weekly and, uh, you know, Scott kind of opened the door for, for Chris to, to come and, and hang out and be part of the impact stuff when we're doing it. Because as he said, like anybody who saves a life's never going to get turned away, which they shouldn't be. But I, I thought that was very cool. Uh, he was up there for a day or two of the uh, impact tapings we just did in Nashville with us helping out and stuff. So, uh, yeah, it was good. It's crazy, crazy story. But um, just the way things worked out, thank God he was there, man, you know, because we would have lost one of the one of the greats, one of the legends of the business. And, uh, and we didn't. So 
uh, a success story and Scotty is doing well and feeling better. And I talked, I actually talked to him right before talking shop mania, but he was going in for a procedure. So he wasn't able to be here and, and participate. Cause we definitely would have loved to have some big Papa pump on the show. Who wouldn't, you know, Steiner math, big yeah. Papa pump. He could have, I mean, he could have oh. done a lot. Um, you, you guys, the good brothers, you and Carl Anderson appeared on BTE, uh, you know, being the elite you guys made a little cameo on there. What was that experience like? Uh, cause it was in the COVID era era era. Uh, so what was that like? It was, it was, it was fucking great. It was fun. It was good to see our buddies. What we didn't expect though was they wanted to do it in Jacksonville and we were out of like wrestling mode. Yeah. We're walk, yeah. working on our projects and we're in the middle of our no compete. Yeah. So we're at home. Yeah. So I drive down to Atlanta, Carl drives up from Tampa and I guess we just didn't think about the fact that we're going to the AEW TV hotel. <laughs> so <laughs> with a message from Dr. Sampson, who I'd know from uh, years ago being a WWE doctor. And he goes, Hey, I heard you guys are here. Come to such and such floor for your COVID test. Well, great. We're getting a COVID test. That's a good thing. And we walk in and you see all the AEW brothers and sisters and they're kind of like, what the fuck are these guys doing here? So it was a little bit weird, you know, so we kind of had to like socially distancing wise, make the rounds and kind of say hello and didn't really have an answer for why we were there. But uh, we took the COVID test and then we went up to Matt and Nick's room and we, we, uh, we pounded out some pretty good content, I think. I think people got a kick out of it. So that was the point. For sure. Um, We have another question chat. Somebody wants to know um, how many episodes are planned for Talking Shop. Now, you you guys have a podcast anyways called Talking Shop, correct? Yeah, Talking Shop, the podcast drops every every Sunday morning, uh, 7 a.m., unless Emilio, our producer, sleeps in too late. <laughs> but it drops at 7 a.m. on Sunday. Um, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find it. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash Talking Shop, where you can do Twice a month, we do boozing with the boys where we all hang out. We drink together. We do a Q&A. We watch funny wrestling. We hang out. We have the Sex Chronicles on there, which are the unbridled chronicles of Sex Ferguson. Lots of cool <laughs> content, podcast material, special offers, things like that. Uh, but Talking Shop of Mania, if it does well, even if Rocky and Carl tell me no, we're making a sequel. So you're gonna do it. Fight. You're gonna do it anyway. I will not allow them to fight me on this. Yes. <laughs> Who's more over you or sex Ferguson? Fuck, I don't know. I mean, sex definitely thinks he's more over than I am. <laughs> and I, I, I leave him. Yeah. I do. I, I'm not arguing. <laughs> oh man. That's great stuff. August 1st, 9 P Eastern standard time fight TV. The, the, the links here. I, I had the link up in the chat. Um, yep. It, it it's great great stuff any uh any final tidbits on, on the mic is yours you, you do what you no, want no just guys if you if you're not going to buy it on fight you know it's available on demand direct tv uverse verizon uh there's a ton of different ways to watch it if you're in canada it's on shawl saskatel um there's one more i'm forgetting i don't want to be rude and bow out and look at the uh, screenshot but it's available there if you want to buy it on iPay-Per-View, fight tv 9 p.m. Eastern, 
Saturday night, August the 1st, 1495. Uh, jump in, join in, live tweet it. If you like it, tell us you like it. If you hate it, tell us you hate it. It's all done and fun. So either way, laugh at it, laugh with us, <laughs> or laugh. Doesn't matter either way. It's going to be a good time. Awesome. I want to thank you, Big LG. Vanessa, any final words for him? Uh, no, just thank you so much. I was going to say, we, like, I didn't know you from New Japan or anything prior, so I've only seen you from WWE and everything. Like, my husband's a huge fan, too, so we both watch together. And you were always our top team. And so thank now you. you're gone and in impacts. So now we have to pick up a new show to watch. So now yeah. we just keep adding more wrestling to our week. Tuesday. <laughs> wrestling i love it you're watching monday tuesday probably wednesday yep. and friday i love it that's awesome and then i do and then we do this show three days a week so <laughs> oh my god you guys you know, love each other so much or you hate each other it's awesome well we're we're trying we're we're doing the best we can we go yeah. tuesdays thursdays and saturdays so tuesday nights we're here and we may have a guest and whatnot, but at least we're watching Impact at the same time because I have yeah. it on Twitch. I can co-stream it on Twitch. I can I can pull up the video, which which That's is awesome, great. which is great. It's it's yeah. so much fun because it makes me commenting on on the match so much better when I can pull the video up. So I, I love Absolutely. Twitch for that. So yeah, totally. That that Twitch is great. I, I need to get more involved with Twitch. Yeah. I, I think there needs to be an impact lead in show too, which I'm pushing hard for. So hopefully that'll come up soon. You guys are more than welcome to use my channel to do talk and chop. If you want. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Well, I'm sure co promotion. I'm all about co-branding and co-promotion as we've been discussing the entire uh, podcast. So absolutely. Awesome. All right. I want to thank you, big LG for taking your time. Oh, good you've had, for you. You've had so many podcasts today. You've done so much. You've talked so much. So I'm gonna let you go, and it's it's greatly appreciated, and I'm I, I'm honored to talk to you tonight. So have yourself a wonderful night. Thank you so much. I appreciate all you guys listening to my bullshit. If you're merch hungry, like we always are, uh, yes, gallowsandanderson.com will take you right to our pro wrestling tease store collar and elbow brand promo code hoot. All oh, your favorite sex Ferguson Good Brothers merchandise available there. Breakneckgear.com, breakneckgear.com. Uh, we have all kinds of uh, COVID masks, COVID-related stuff, and I got some pretty cool shirts that just popped there too. So keep watching us, keep supporting us. We love you guys. Thank you. And remember, it's pro wrestling. It's supposed to be some fun, and we will see you August 1st, 9 p.m. Talk shop mania All right. Have a great night, good brother. All right, brother. Later. Thanks. Oh, that was, that was great. That was great. I'm was, I was, I was so nervous. I'm so nervous. Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer.
Brian Zane from Wrestling with Regret, and you're watching Putting You Over.